podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Hello and welcome along to the Rangers Rabble Transfer Special, um, where we have exclusive insights and everything. No, we don't, we don't, we don't, have, a, we don't have a clue. Um, but <clears throat> welcome along. Thank you for joining me, uh, myself. I'm Martin and I'm joined by Cami and Kerr. Cami, how are you? I feel like it's been ages for I've seen you. It has. I've been, uh, I've been speaking to the guys on Sky Sports News over the last couple of hours <laughs> trying try, try to get, <laughs> try to get uh, the inside track of the couple of dump ones. But uh, yeah, I am good, mate. Ah, good, good care, mate. You've done so many shifts now. I Honestly, know. You, you must be the highest paid guy at the Rabble. Ah, uh, well, I'm still in negative amount of money right now. <laughs> <laughs> negative 15. No, it's good to see Cammy back after saying, as my, I'm just my usual self, full of nonsense. <clears throat> awesome. Right, um, <laughs> for everybody in the comments, please get your most ridiculous rumours um, that you've heard. But as it's, it's Cammy's first shift back, um, obviously, Cammy, you were at the game on Sunday. Um, we done a reaction that really kind of wasn't so much a reaction. It was more just a party. So now that we've all had a couple of days to kind of calm down, my throat still hasn't fixed. Um, but what was your main takeaways, apart from obviously us winning um, from the game on Sunday? All I've, got, all I've got to say is there'll be no singing tonight after... Uh... I listened to the the, the post match uh, last night, and it was uh, it was very entertaining. Oh, listen, three points was all that was all that mattered. You know, I think um, given the week that we had, um, the performance didn't really matter. The performance, particularly in the second half, was better than was better than the first half. I think we felt ourselves into the game, uh, waited on Celtic uh, winning the. We won the first half and possession trophy, and then we obviously improved as the second half went on for 15, 20 minutes, uh, probably I would say about 50 to 70 minutes. We got the goal. Fantastic. Uh, it was coming. You know, you could you could feel it coming in the game and the crowd. Uh, the crowd were fantastic, particularly in the second half. I just thought the crowd, the crowd kept, kept the players going and I think recognised how difficult a week that it had been and it was listen Rangers are never at their Rangers are at their best when everybody's doubting us and when they were were, were down to nine men and all that sort of stuff but the atmosphere uh, was just phenomenal you know I mean it was it was just uh, goosebumps you know I mean I've watched the clip the clip say Hollander's goal and then the music booming out at the end of the game and I think it was probably the first game in a long time where I would say close to fifty thousand people were still in the stadium at the end of the match, which which is unheard of. But I think it it shows the input, the the impact that the, the fans can have. If we stay with the players, the players will will react to that. Borner's try to get the crowd going. That lifted the crowd, and Borner puts a fantastic ball in. And the the the, the best Swede ever to play in Scottish football rises. We are. We are we are bullet header. Delighted for Big Hollander. What what a guy. Um by brilliant. Just puts you into the international break and uh mm-hmm. in fine fit in fine fettle, you know, and hopefully we can we can regroup after a difficult start to the season um and, and kick on. Kick on. Hopefully maybe add one or two new faces, a few of them out. Um before just before we come on to that. 
care. Like I say, we've had a few days to calm down, reflect. Again, I'll repeat, my throat still hasn't calmed down. It's either that or COVID, so, you know. That's what I'm thinking. I could be, hang on, I'll get COVID again because my throat's away as well, but <laughs> uh, I agree with what everything Cammy says, but I actually quite enjoyed the game on Sunday. I thought it was a good game of football. I thought both sides played really well. I know they had to be a bit more in the ball, but at the end of the day, it's goals that won your games. It's no possession. So I just thought we played well. I thought they played well. And it's the first game, I know a lot of people don't see for them anymore, but it's the first old forum game I've enjoyed because it wasn't very one-sided. The last game we played them is quite one-sided and they've done it with us, but Sunday's game could have probably went either way, which is quite good. We get a winner, so that was good for us. We were missing a good few players, which a lot of people seem to have forgotten about, especially in the media, but I thought they just played well. Second half, I thought Stephen Davis was immense in the middle of the park. He kept going, he never backed away, and for somebody at 36, putting midweek and then weekends and he just he, he was full running at the end and I thought he played really well and I thought we'd done really well did a few chances but teams are always going to have chances no for them games because that's the way the game goes but we done well we get the three points and we showed everybody no matter who's playing the Rangers jersey this season we're all putting a fight so hopefully this turns our season round for how we started and puts on a good run. I know and look, I understand that in the title of this um, podcast I have put transfer special and I promise you we will get on to transfers but I mean it's, it's never a bad thing speaking about Rangers one over Celtic is it you, you do it as much as you can Cami CGM's put <clears throat> I didn't think we played that well I think we have levels to go up especially in terms of keeping the ball um I thought second half I thought we played, we played really well considering all the circumstances <clears throat> excuse me surrounding the game I think first half the tactics were clear sit back hit them on the break um I think CGM's 100% right though you know that was us at 40-50% you know we've still got levels to go and that's before we even look at transfers 100% you know I, I don't uh, I don't disagree with him at all I think that would be worrying if I was uh, if I was uh, supporting the other side of the city that that was that that was us you know there's there's so many players Morelos has had two days pre-season People have to remember that he's a two days pre-season, and he's he's done. Fin- he's not been at his best during the month of August, but my God, he's done. He's done fantastically well, and he's never, he's never shirked it. Um, sort of thing. Big Balligan. Uh, I've got to give immense credit. Um, I think all of us pre-match were uh, slightly apprehensive about um, his uh, his participation at right back, but. Uh, I thought he was brilliant against uh, Kyogo. I thought he, he played him really, really well. Uh, he does, he does give me the fear with his uh, with his uh, sliding tackles and all that sort of stuff. I'm pleased that he does the sliding tackles outside the box and not inside the box. But uh, he's just such such a nice guy as well. I thought he came across so passionate and for a guy that's only been in Glasgow for 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 a year and part of our club, he spoke so fin- so well. And I think it shows the team spirit that's. Um, the team spirits it there, but I think they've got some players not away on international duty. I spoke about Morelos; he has to, for me, use this as a his mini pre-season. I, I would hope that that's what they're planning to do during the course of the next ten days, is to get him a bit of a bit of fitness and uh, and the other players that have obviously been COVID affected and isolating and all that sort of stuff, get them back to full health so that when we go to St. Johnson on the 11th of September that we're 
we're ready to, we're ready to go and ready because it's it's going to be a busy schedule coming up and we're going to need every player available to play their part. Well, that's a really good point, Kevin. I probably should have got somebody else to host tonight. <laughs> My throat is killing me. Um, <clears throat> in the grand scale of things, look, fantastic win. Um, look, Fog Dog, I think it's Fog Dog who put, imagine <clears throat> what we could be like with a fully strengthened team to pick from, which is a fair point, Kev. But now it's going forward. It's the next league game. It's important that we go into that fully focused. We win that and we start to build momentum. And the last yeah. thing we want to do, the last thing you ever want to do is lose a game. You never want to lose a game, but to, to beat Celtic in the manner that we did, with all this the situation surrounding that game, to then go out and drop points in your next league game just uh, defeats the purpose of everything you've done so far. Which, what were you looking for, Mark? I'm looking for a bit of consistency with this senior team, mm-hmm. like, we had last, like we had last season. Difficult to beat and scoring a few goals. I know sometimes last season we didn't always play well, but we seem to get the victories or get the draws. So we're looking for that this season again. We're just looking for some consistency for the players in the pitch. And once everybody's fit and available, it'll be easier for the manager to pick his starting eleven. It's difficult at the moment, but I think Sunday proves that you know Ryan Kent's a lot of abuse in the past few weeks, but playing through injury on Sunday, I thought he was terrific. On Sunday, he was trying. He was even when he got the ball, they were they were fearing, they were still fearing him. He had two men around about him and stuff, but he was trying stuff. Might not have come off, but he was trying back. He was getting involved. I thought he was really great. And a big shout out to Robbie McCrory and goals. Mm-hmm. He's not had a lot of mention for the media on this, but this boy's in goals. His first old forum game. I mean, he only played for Rangers on night in Europe when he played on Sunday. He didn't look phased, and even some of the the, the coaching that was shouting at him, I bet he passed the ball out more, but he was kicking up the park because at one point Celtic were leaving three or four up, so passing it for the back was, could be a risk at times. So he just bunted it long, which was helping us because Manelis is up there who can hold the ball up and stuff like that. I thought Robbie McCrory was great, and he's proved to the point where if McGregor is struggling in the future, I'm a be injured. He's a He's a good standing for us, so it's maybe made the manager look at him a different way, but I thought he was great. The saves he made were decent saves and he never looked unfazed at all. I know, and that, look, I, <clears throat> I asked the people watching, <clears throat> people in the comments to put in any rumours that you've heard, but it doesn't matter how ridiculous they are. And one of the first things I've spotted, Cammy, um, happy 69. Uh, someone told me Golden is off, he wants to go back to England. Now, I've not heard that reported anywhere, um, but the one thing we do need, I suppose, by the end of this transfer window is clarification on his contract. Listen, I've I've been talking about this for, for, for months now. I don't understand um I don't understand the delay now. I, I understand Connor Golson said he said all he said all the right things. His body language at the end of the game didn't indicate, or his body language when we scored and at the end of the game doesn't indicate a player that looks unhappy with his lot. I think he enjoys being part of it. Um, he's left it to his agent. You know, it, it comes at a point where Rangers are clearly. I would hope Rangers and Ross Wilson have said, right, this is the final offer. You know, I mean, mm-hmm. we're, we're we're only a matter of hours away from the end of the, the transfer window, so. I think if he if he's he's with us now for the season, for me, I don't uh, I don't think there's any doubt about that. But he has to get that contract signed. You know, I mean, I seen somebody on Twitter the other day that said, "Oh, I bumped into Conor Golson at uh, the Italian centre." 
And I said, well, what was the first thing you should have asked him? When you signed in the... When you signed, <laughs> when, when, never mind getting a picture, man. When you signing the contract, I'd be pulling out a bit of paper out my bag or something, you know. It's, getting him to sign it. It's dragged on for far too long. Um, yeah. It's, I, I don't know. You can only take what he has said. He says, I'm happy and da da 54, 55, 56, all that sort of stuff. He said all the right things in his interviews, but Actions speak louder than words. Yeah, sign the contract. Yeah. You want, you want, if you want to be part of 56, 57, 58, sign the contract, see out the rest of your Rangers career and win loads of trophies. That's that's it. Listen, Rangers will probably offer them 30 grand a week. That's mm-hmm. no bad going. He's not going to get a premiership club. It's just not going to happen. He could end up at a West Brom or somebody like that, no earning any more money than he would be at Rangers. So I don't know. I'm I'm very frustrated by it. The fact that it's dragged on for so long. As it's frustrating. It's annoying because Kerry's such a, a massive part of our team. And look, Thomas makes a, a good point. Look, if Goldson was off, they would have kept Katic. Um I, I don't know how maybe true that is. Just simply because obviously Katic has come back for such yeah. a horrific injury. See, yeah. see, the thing with, see the thing with Katic, right? He's, he's I think, going to Hadjuk split season loan recall option in January, which, listen, I like big Katic and I think he's going to a league that's probably a bit more technical and there might be an expectation for him to actually learn the parts of his game on the ball. Because I think that's the weakest part of his uh, weakest part of his game. If you're asking him to tackle and head and kick and all that sort of stuff, he's he's got that. But to to add the other parts, but I think if he goes for four months and he plays 25 games, we have the recall option. You don't know what can happen between now and now and the turn of the year. But um, he longer term, Nico Katic could be. If if Golson sees out the contract and then Golson walks away for nothing, who's to say that Nico Katic can't be that right sided centre half next season? Because he is a right he is an actually right footed player anyway. Mm-hmm. Just before uh, we come back to Katic, care just uh, going back to Goldson. Um, <clears throat> excuse me, oh, this is horrendous. Really quickly, um, like I said, look, he's a, he's a massive part of our team. Um, regardless of whether he's going to sign his new contract or not. Uh, it's the old adage, would you, could you, should you? Should they be kept or should Rangers be trying to sell them? What should we do with the whole Goldson situation if he's not going to sign the new contract? Which I've no, I've no reason to believe that he won't, but I'm still confused as to why he still hasn't, if that makes sense. Only only Conor Goldson knows that, man. Uh, it's difficult because he's probably in a way where his agent's probably maybe say to him, listen, I can get you a Premiership club in the summer. So he's, ha- he's hanging off to see that because all players in the right, he's coming for the he came for Brighton, so maybe he wants to go back down and play. You don't know if his family might have moved back there. It's all ifs and buts. The only reason I want to sign a deal is yeah, I want to stay at Rangers because he's a heartbeat of the defence and he's he proved that last season and I think he'll prove it this season. And also it protects us if he does protects us leave and leaving for nothing. So it gives a, a transfer. Mm-hmm. The money back from him, so that's the reason I want him to sign a deal. No, for any other reason, I don't think he'll be here long term. I think his eye is always going back to a Premiership, so it's up to Connor. And I think if he doesn't leave tonight, I'm still not 100% sure he will sign it because I think he's like Cammy said, he's been on the table long enough for him to sign. So either and he's been offered good money, obviously. So I think he's just maybe looking to the Premiership and seeing if I can get a club. And even if he goes to the Championship, it's 
maybe I'm not saying it's a step down because championship football is quite good. He can still make a lot of money down there. He can still make 50, 60 grand a week in the championship if he goes to the right club. So, but you don't know. Only only Conor Golson and his agent can answer that. And we all hope he signs. But if he doesn't, then no players bigger than Angels. So we can always get somebody else in to take oh, cool. over. We can always, but it would be a big loss for us short term and long term. We should just need somebody else to fill the gap in. But I hope Connor reconsiders and stays. But until he signs his contract, it's just all ifs and buts for him at the moment. Right, let's discuss this. RFC 56 has put a point in, and I want to take this to both of you, Carol. Start with yourself. Um, we can't let Goldson run his contract down. Look at them 11 million Frimpong, 13 million Ayer, 15 million Edward. Do we just have to accept that right now where we are, at, at the stage of the model that we're at, that we're just not close to Celtic yet when it comes to selling players? Is it just a, a case that we have to accept that? Or should we be at the stage that they're at where they're getting £15 million for a guy with six months or a year left in his deal who can't score a two-yard tap in at Ibrox? They're getting £13 million for a guy who's already taking the ball out of defence and running forward, but... The, defensively suspect, a right-back who flattered to deceive. To deceive. Um, should we be looking at these sort of numbers right now, or do we just have to look at where Celtic are and go, they're just a wee bit ahead of us and they're good at what they do? I wouldn't say they're ahead of us. I would say the players they've got are only better than the players we've got. I just, maybe it's the way they do the dealings. I don't know what Ross Wilson's doing behind the scenes. I mean, Ross has been in the game a long time, so should we be able to get the players for a good price, but if Golson no longer to sign his deal and willing to sign a pre-contract with somebody in January, it's out of Rangers' hands. It's up to Conor Golson unless they sell him just now. I mean, they can't sell him in January if he signs a pre-contract with somebody. So they'd have to sell him before the deadline tonight to make any money. If he doesn't, then that's in Golson's hands. But I do think sometimes we sell players undervalued, but at the end of the day, you can only sell the players for what you got offered. And if you don't offer what we want and the club still take it, then that's the club's decision. It's not anybody else's. Cammy, I have to, I just have to very quickly say those numbers obviously that were quoted, nowadays nobody knows how much somebody goes for. You know, Edward could have went for ten, he could have went for twenty. Nobody at all knows. But it's a rough ballpark of roughly whereabouts they are. And CGM as well puts look, I heard one million, but two point five for Christie who's out of contract in January and he's been honking for two years. So if if we use Goldson as an example, then whose contract's running out, and I think is it is it January? Goldson's contract runs out, or is end, it end of end of, the, end of season now. So yeah. should we be looking if we wanted to sell him? I mean, this is all if if spots and maybes. We have no inside information whatsoever. But should we be looking at getting two, three, four, five million for Goldson if we we're going to sell him? I think if you were selling him uh, now, the figures that are being given eleven, fifteen, and thirteen, and that. Conor Golson's at a, a different stage of his career compared to Frimpong and Ayer and guys like that. They still have future sell-on value for those clubs that have uh, that have bought themselves. They've done well to get um, the sort of money that they've got for uh, for Edward. To, but I think, to be honest with you, I think see all the dealings that Celtic have done over the years: Wanyama, Dembele, uh, Armstrong, Tierney. That's they've. They've re- they've got the bar, the sort of mm-hmm. bars they, they've sort they've got the bar. I think as as Kerr says, for years Rangers have paid up players and we've gave them away and all that sort. Of, we've, uh, the the one thing that Ross Wilson has to prove, I would say over the next uh, the next year is 
managing to get top dollar for players. And uh, I think the market's difficult just now. I think it has been a very, it's been a strange uh, window because of COVID and all that sort of stuff. There's been the big crazy transfers, but there's not really been the the sort of 10s and 15s and 20s and, and, and that sort of situation. But all I hope we do over the next few months is get our most saleable assets extended. Mm-hmm. You know, Kamara. A lot of contracts are up in 2023, so a lot of players are going into the last two years of their contract. Come the end of the season, they'll all be going into the last year of their contract. So you're wanting Kamara, you're wanting Morelos, you're wanting Kent, you're, set, you're wanting Golson, different situation, because I wouldn't consider Golson as one of our most saleable assets. But I think your, your key players, Aribo, guys like that, I think you're wanting to get them extended just so that when the market does return to normal, that Rangers can actually bring in a 12, a 15, an 18, a 20, something along, something along those lines, you know. But it's, I think Golson's probably not the, not the player to, to use as, the, as a comparison with those Celtic players, just because he's, he's 28, 20, 29, I think, at the end of this year. And this is his last contract. So his next move, will probably, if he was to leave, that'll be his final move sort of thing. And I think that's probably why there's uh, been a delay. I don't know. I still don't know why it's... Uh, you either, you either, the offer's either acceptable or it's not. And that's that. But um, that's where I am with regard to the way that we go about our business and the way that we have to look to move forward. Right. I'm, I'm going to ask you if... Um, in this transfer window, we have to sell for you know for the club financially where we are. But before we come to that, um, obviously it's just been released not long ago, and I want to bring this up: um, the Europa League package care. Um, Cammy's laughing because he knows where this conversation is going. Um, care one hundred and seventeen pound for the Europa League package. Yeah. What do you think? It's, it's deep, Martin. I think Rangers are taking the piss to be honest with you uh, I know they need a bit of the money I know they'll get the money because even if it was 127 the fans were going to pay it but I think everything the fans have been through with paying for season tickets last season and just watching games on our TV and then not really getting any discount this summer when you're renewing your season ticket and not really getting a lot for Rangers to be honest not even getting 10% off the club shop when you're buying stuff the amount of stuff can store bring out uh, I think even if you're a Majors member Hey, I think they should have gave at least a season ago holders like Cammy said earlier, even the three ticket package for ninety nine pound. I know I mean Cammy mentioned that he made a good point. If it's a hundred pound or ninety nine pound, I mean it's when someone says two figures instead of three figures, you think you've won the lottery because you think you're saving a bit of money, even though it's only a pound. So I think they could have been more generous to us given that considering we paid twenty eight pounds for that game and then I think the Malmo game is twenty nine or something, so I don't know where the figures came from. Hundred and seventeen is a strange figure. It does even work out probably we're getting three tickets because it ends with an odd number. So I don't know. So I don't even know where they've got a thirty nine pound from. Much would have been my friend in the Champions League. We'd have to say, "Oh, kidney to get into the game." <laughs> who, knows? <laughs> who knows? But you know what I mean. So it's quite odd. Thirty nine pound. Much would it be if we get through this group stages? Much is it going to be then. It's. I mean, a lot of people are still in my being furlough. A lot of people are only getting the money to pay that and. Like myself, I've got a season I get for myself and one for my son. So I'm, I'm a double dunter and it comes off on Monday. So it's quite a lot of money just to come out of your bank straight away. Mm-hmm. But if you want to go to games, you pay it. But some folk probably couldn't. Maybe not be able to afford it, which is quite harsh. So I think they could have been more 
people are more lenient on the season like a holders. I'm not saying it's not fair to people who don't have a season they get to get a package, but season like a holders pay money up front or pay money as well. Can we say that's not a season like it? Payment to come off of people paying up a season like it. So it's a lot of money for people when they've got bills to pay, mortgages to pay, kids and stuff like that. So I think they have to think about more about the fans, just a wee bit more about the fans, because I feel we're no. Rangers used to be like a family club, but I feel the last couple of seasons, it's fading away for that. Just before I come to you, Cammy, um, because I know that this is a, a subject so obviously I have a lot to say, um, Aldo McNaught, uh, keep hitting the white people. It's greatly appreciated for everybody watching. If you could like and subscribe, um, we've, we've got something crazy with 330 subscribers, I think, in August. Um, which is mental, where views are through the roof. So thank you very much to everybody who watches. Um, if you want to help support the podcast and RYDC as well, we are on Patreon. It's £2 a month and there's plenty of shows. Um, Cammy's doing his EPL show, Kerr's doing his Unsung Heroes, I'm doing the best of the rest, The Soonish Revolution. There's loads and loads of content on there. Um, so if you want to help support the podcast, do the link's in the description for Patreon. Please do subscribe and like. And go to our website, rangersrabble.co.uk, where you'll get vlogs, be able to watch the podcasts back, and you'll get a dedicated youth development page, which we're updating all the time. Um, and it doesn't cost £117. Um, Cammy, <laughs> £117, mate, free games. For me personally, I think that's too much. Um, I think it's a bit of a rob, if I'm being brutally honest, especially when I'm seeing, and it hasn't been confirmed, so I don't know, Celtic are charging a lot less than that for their free games. Um, it's not right, is it? <laughs> Sorry, I'm laughing at one of the comments there. Um, <laughs> simply kind, simple kind of man. <laughs> I thought I was hitting the thumb, but it was Cammy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 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 listen, uh, I, I was in the 115 to 120 ballpark when I'd been I'd been having conversations on uh, social media about it. That wasn't what I would like it to be. Um, I think it's a lot of money. I think this was an opportunity to give a little back whilst uh, still the club were still going to make a few quid out of the Europa League. I do understand we have a funding gap and all that sort of situation. But as Kerr has uh, quite rightly said, I think the supporters via various share issues, my jails, season ticket mm-hmm. renewals, um, 101 ranges from Castor, etc., etc. I think I would just like to have um, done... Uh, it's the psychological thing, like Kerr said, I'd, this goes back years. If you priced it at £99 for three games, it's still £33 a game. It's still a £5 a game increase on the Alice Kerr game. As it is, it's £11 increase per game. Yeah, the opposition is better, but I'm going to watch Rangers. Do you know what I mean? It's I'm not going to watch Leon or anything like that. You know, maybe Connor Golson kicking them belly up in the air, that sort of thing. But it's I just think um, final season ticket payments coming off tomorrow, one hundred sixty-five pound or whatever it is, and then on Monday I've got another hundred and seventeen. You know, three hundred pound uh, in in the course of the first week of the month. It's a it's a big yeah, it's a big ask, but. Uh, the, the club know that the fans will uh, the fans will pay it. That's uh, there's probably about thirty. I think there's probably thirty thousand signed up. I think to continuous credit um, all home games. So basically, you do the math roughly, roughly on that, and you can 
it's uh, it's a right few quid um, coming in. That's for season ticket holders. What's it going to? Co- so it's thirty nine pound for a season ticket holder. You're talking forty one, forty three, potentially know. for a non season ticket holder. You know, so it's uh, it's you know you're it's, it's pr- you're, talking, you're talking just over five million, I think. I mean, I'm terrible at maths, but if forty five thousand, forty thousand people buy buy the hundred and seventeen pound packages, they're talking just over five million. Listen, it's I I understand the economics of it. All I'm saying is, as a support, I don't think we could have done much more. So, price it in such a way where the club are still going to make money. Nobody's you want fifty thousand fans there. There's going to be fifty thousand fans there no matter what, well, within reason, no matter what they charge. But it, it just feels take, 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 mm-hmm. you know, without just something back in return, you know. But I've, I've spoken about that for, for, for the last uh, wee while and I do understand the commercial operation that uh, James Bisgrove is running and he's done a fantastic job and all that sort of stuff but I think you have to also understand the world that we're living in at the moment as well and uh, furlough and uh, just the, the you know the loyalty and uh, the the backing the financial backing that the support have uh, given you know tell you something I sell the half time draw tickets as you know nothing like making my job harder you know what I mean <laughs> it's like I'm I'm standing there asking folk to buy a <laughs> buy, buy a half time draw ticket and Rangers have taken all the cash uh, the cash out of them you know but a joke it's, it, it is what it is and we'll have 50,000 for the three games but um, it, it could have been, been priced at a more sensible level for me Well KLCGM puts the point in and look you, you've got to look at this both ways um, you can't have everything what, what it's going to pay for Goldson's new contract we're a business that needs money ultimately it's choice can't afford that, don't pay. Is that uh, an acceptable reason for the, the, the tickets to be priced so highly? Are the tickets priced so highly or is it a fair price? I mean, I don't know. Personally, for me, as somebody who doesn't have a pot to piss in, it's a lot of money. Um, well, can I, can but, I just quickly, apparently the, the other side of the city, I, I, I never wish to compare ourselves with them, apparently they're £72. For the free tickets? For the, for the, for the package? T- <laughs> so... It's, how true? I mean, that's I've seen various people talk about that on social media. I know one of them's at half three in the afternoon, which is amusing, right enough. But um, that, you know, so forty odd pound a difference between. I get what CGM's saying. I understand what a business, but there's a balance between rewarding supporters for loyalty and financial backing and being a business that has to run and operate. The supporters could not have given the club any more. All I'm saying is the income from the Europa League is going to be decent anyway. So right. what's what's half a million off the the money that they're going to bring in through the, the season tickets? I'm sure they'll make it up by a by another an, another route. You know, it's uh, aye. Anyway, that's I, I, I can't I can't I, I, I can't get buy into the, the scenario that Celtic are charging twenty four pound a ticket for a Europa League game. Uh, I, I can't, they're not charging less for a Europa League game than what they are for an old firm game. I just, I don't, I don't think that happens. Listen, it might, it might. Um, as CGM says, they've got ten thousand more seats in us, so you know you could probably look at that. Be careful. 
I shouldn't really matter, Martin. Uh, yeah, like I mean, say, after the award, the paying public at times, the supporters, I mean, it's stood by Rangers through thick and thin since we've been demoted to coming back. How much more can the Rangers fans give? And they're always going to give it. But there's only so much some people are willing to, I've got money to pay, and then they're big borrowing stealing trying to go to football, which isn't a great especially at this time. Like I said, the other people have got kids, people have lost their jobs, people might have been putting themselves in debt. And I'm not saying if you save a five attack it's gonna help, but it does help a lot of people. Do you know what I mean? It's you can't always ask for I mean football's supposed to be a working class sport, it's not for rich people and no. Even though it's all about money nowadays, so I don't know. I just think Rangers could have done a wee bit more. It just a wee bit more for me for the fans, considering like last season, we all bought season tickets. A lot of clubs gave fans back a percentage of it, or I mean, you've got Motherwell giving fans free season tickets, stuff like that. I know you can't yeah, compare. Yeah, I have, to, yeah I, have to, I have to stop you. Yeah, I think. Breaking, breaking I think, news. I think. Conor Wilson signed a new contract. Conor Wilson signed a new contract. No, I just I was hoping. All right, no, you, you had me gone there. Um, no. no, I've just been giving. I've just been sending a message that according to uh, Hadjik Split's official website, um, the deal for Katic has an option to buy. There you go. Yeah, which 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 is surprising for me that he's they've got the option to buy. Surprising for me as well. What did it mention any prices at all? No, probably no, didn't. They, but no, it's 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 a message on WhatsApp from a reliable source, Jamie Curry. <laughs> So, I know Jamie's yeah, sometimes spot on, I have to say. So, I don't know. I just think, unless he just doesn't fit in me, the manager's plans, or he might be looking at Simpson as maybe he's I don't know. Uh, but just basically try to odd players because they're a bit in financial trouble. Maybe that's why they're charging the fans as much as well. I don't know. So, so, can I just yeah. say, I've che- I've ch- I have checked, that is definitely £72. Uh, for for that mob's uh, prices, they've frozen it at 2018-2019 prices. Adult package seventy two pound, concession fifty seven, under thirteen forty two. So it is confirmed. But anyway, that's uh, that's what they want to do. I just think uh, we priced it a wee bit higher than I would have liked. But I understand why the club have done it. But it doesn't mean I I can't disagree with the fact that they couldn't they couldn't have given a little back. Uh, I felt I felt, I felt like Jim White there when I went, oh, oh, hold the fuck. I should have worn a yellow tie. I've missed out. Um, Cammy, I'm not 100% sure if it's true or not, but the option to buy, according to Hadjik's official website, I don't know if that's maybe lost in translation, with a, and it's meant to say that there's a recall. Um, Curry Munchers put option to buy um, when he has a recall clause, what the fuck? I, I don't know. It's just something I've heard. If there is an option to buy Rokami, for me personally, um, that's surprising. See, the uh, it's one of those. See, until it's announced on Rangers' website uh, with regard to that, the, the, the whole ins and outs of it, um, you know, apparently we'll, we'll probably come on to uh, Big Itten, obviously, going out and loan as well. There's, there's, there's stories with regard to. An, an option to buy it at the end of that. However, I've also I've also seen that there is a recall option in in January. So, listen, you might have a recall option on both it and and Katic and an option to buy it at the end of the, the end. Mm-hmm. Of it, you know, so it's listen. I, I don't I don't think I would read too much into um, 
I've agreed too much into that, to be honest with you. The most important thing for me is Katic going on loan and getting his career back on track after a year out. You know, I'm not overthinking, is he going to be a Rangers player um, beyond next summer? The most important thing for the guy who has worked incredibly hard to get himself back in unbelievable condition is to get out and play games. Uh, comment from Simple Kind of Man. I like Nico, but I think fans have a rose-tinted view of him. He's not that great a player, just committed to care. Um, I don't agree with that, but do you? Part of it, yeah, I think he is very committed, but like Cammy mentioned earlier, and I kind of agree myself, he's not the best technically, and he's not the best passer ball, but tackling wise, going up for headers, he's very committed, and he'll throw himself in front of things, which I suddenly shoot and he'll throw himself in front of it. reminds me of like, uh, big Colin Hendry years ago, great defender, wasn't he great going forward, and wasn't he great in the passing the ball, but he would fling himself in front of anything to protect the goal, and he would tackle anything to protect the goal, so I like Nico as well, I think he's a I think he's a player I like. He's, he's suited to Scottish football, if Scottish football is, but mm. I don't I don't know if the manager like, looks at him and sees a long-term future at Rangers. That's my opinion. Well, does that not then just say, Kerr, um, that um, this loan for Katic uh, is, is a big gear for him? It's a big loan move for him? It is, because how do you split a big side? I know they've been one of the first... The old times that you hear about being a European football and stuff. So going back there, going back to Croatia to help him. I mean, Croatia league maybe not the best league, but he'll settle in there. He'll get back to playing, and if he does well there, who knows where he could end up? He might end up there. A Ranger might sell him for more money, or he could come back and prove us all wrong. But I think that's down to the manager. But I don't see we're bringing in Jack Simpson, keeping Helander, trying to get goals next to a new contract and have Balling in there. I think Katic was actually down the list players to be getting picked, so I think an option is probably the best move for him. From Katic, Kami to Itton, obviously another loan deal. That was, that was uh, harder to say than what it looked, by the way. Itton away out on loan. I wasn't overly surprised that Itton left on loan. I can't pronounce the team, so I'm not going to say it. Um, it's a team in the Germany in the Bundesliga. No surprise there. Um, and again, rumours of option to buy, but even if there isn't, um, it's, I don't think Gerard's made it a secret that Itton isn't one of his favourites. Aye, listen, he, he, I think him and Roof were signed last August because we thought Morelos was leaving. Um, I don't think Itton has ever played. I think he's better in a two. I think we don't. We very rarely play uh, as a two. I don't think he's a he's a lone striker. We've played him from the right uh, a couple of times away from away from home. I think away at Kilmarnock st- uh, sticks in my head last season, you know. But uh, he's just never convinced me, you know. I mean, he pl- he played his part in the in in fifty five the game against Motherwell or the two games against Motherwell where he, he scored. Uh, uh, he scored against them, you know. I think Motherwell. I'll be delighted to see the to see the back of him, you know, but I don't think there's a, a long-term future for for him. It's a loan. He's probably been put in... And he's oh. disappeared. And he's oh. disappeared. He's done a cami. <laughs> he's uh, done a love. If you want to pick up on what he's saying there, Kev, because I'm just trolling through Twitter to see if I can get any news. Yeah, no, I mean, I, didn't, I actually quite liked it, and I thought it was a player there. I thought it potential to be a player, but... I don't think Gerard fancied him. The only thing about him was I thought he was quite timid for a big boy 
and a strong boy. I thought he was quite timid in the league. I thought he would get pushed off the ball quite easy. I thought he backed out of things at times in the park, but listen, if we can get money back for him, I'll get what we, we bought him for. I'll be happy with that, because I, I do think we need a replacement up front. I do think we might struggle up front if Morelos gets injured, but I don't think we'll get one, but We'll have to wait and see because I don't think if Morelos gets injured at all, he gets out for any time. The bonus way, probably the best shaker we've got is Jermaine Defoe putting a ball away, but it's hard to rely on him. And Ruth gets injury prone as well, so you've got the two unknowns here. It's a Carla, another boy that's coming for Columbia. So we've not got a lot of options up front, to be honest with you. So maybe putting that in out was not a good shout, but I don't think he's suited to Scottish football. We didn't come with the class, be classed as one of the, listen, most of Gerard's signings, I think, unless I'm just getting his blue tinted specs on, excuse me, have come in and, and done pretty well. I think he's got most of his signings right. We didn't be the one then, and not for me, I like it. Right? I, it's one of the ones, but I always liked Sebo. You know, there was always a part of me that like Sebo's going to come good. He's definitely going to come good. Um, but, uh, and, Oh, I forgot what I was going to say. Um, oh, and I can't remember what I was going to say. I, do, I just think he's one oh, of these guys. Buy. Panic buy. Was that a panic buy? I don't think it was a panic buy. I think it was they were they were expecting Morelos not to be there. So I think uh, the deal probably came up. We brought uh, Itton and Roof in, and then 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 Buff stays has a has a has a great season. Itton gets opportunities very sporadically. I think he's the type of player that. Would probably need a run of games, and I think whilst Morelos is there and still our our best uh, central striker, he's he's not going to get that. You know, I mean, I, I hope he goes out there and uh, he, he he gets a few goals. I hope we, if we've got an option to buy, there isn't an agreed uh, an agreed fee prior to the prior to the the loan agreement because you could end up turning a profit on him. You know, I mean, you, you've maybe bought them for two and a half million, and you might you might manage to get four or five million. You know, I mean, it's uh, but I don't think long term. I don't see him as a, I don't see him as part of Stephen Gerrard's plans. But he, I, I wish him well. He tried, he tried, he tried his best every time he got opportunities. But he had a decent pre-season. He scored <laughs> scored a few goals, but you can see when. Like Jermaine Defoe starts ahead of him at times and mm-hmm. what have you, you know, I mean, you can tell. There is a, a a small part of me worries that we are a little short. However, I think you might find that Morelos, Ruth, Sakala, there might be a bit more rotation, assuming uh, Ruth stays fit. I think we're going to have more options to play the wide positions with Wright and Kent and I think Haji, um, uh, Aribo, etc. Because I think reading between the lines of what Stephen Gerrard has said when he brought in Bakuna, I think he was talking about hybrid players that sort of come back to play the, the number eight. So I think he's he's almost looking at uh, Haji as an attacking option as part of the front three or one of the two wide players in the front three. So I think you might get a bit more rotation, which allows Morelos maybe not to be ran into the ground every, you know, like we, pl- we play Leon on the 16th and then we play Motherwell on the 19th. Do you start Morelos on the Thursday night and then you maybe start? Uh, Zakal on Saturday or, or whatever it may be, you know. I know we, we want to get a bit of continui- continuity of selection, 
But I think that's the way to potentially manage uh, players' uh, loading with regard to injuries because I think Roof last season picked up a lot of muscular injuries. So maybe if we manage them uh, up in, in the right way, uh, we don't get that and we get the Roof that's going to score 25, 30 goals. The worry for me and that statement there, Kerr, was Roof, relying on Roof to be fit as a recognised striker. Um, because whether we like it or not, and not so much now, Alfie's calmed down a hell of a lot. He doesn't pick up silly red cards. But for any reason, if Alfie gets injured, the only real recognised striker you've got at the club is Roof. And you can play all the fancy interchanges you want with Hadji, Aribo, anybody you want, Scott Wright. You still need a, you still need a striker at your club. And it just yeah. worried me that Roof has always struggled with injury, regardless of how long he's been left out when he's came back in. There's always been that niggling injury. And if you lose Roof and you're relying on Alfie for an extended period of time without giving him a rest, that's a worry for me. Because, uh, because is... we can't rely on Jermaine Defoe. I mean, all, all fairness to Defoe, fantastic striker, but you cannot rely on Defoe staying fit either. I don't think so much staying fit. I think it's just Defoe's age and what he's doing now. He's working with the Brighton and stuff more, isn't he? But I, I do think we're short at the top. I know Alfie's, Alfie's probably the best player at this club on forum. I mean, mm-hmm. I don't him so much, but if he gets injured or suspended, Roof has been injured prone all through his career. It doesn't matter where he's played, he's been injured prone. Sakala needs time I'm to settle. Sakala <laughs> needs time to settle. Another boy needs time to come in. He's only a young boy. I think he'll play more with the B side. And you get your left with Jermaine Defoe, who's probably on fo- on his game is probably the best finisher at the club because he can finish with his eyes shut. But I think we are still short. I do think we're short. I don't. There's no one position we're short in. I have to say, but I do think we're short. I'm just my whole worry this season is we've no bought players to build on last season. I know we brought in Lundstrom and another couple others, but I don't think we built strong enough on last season, and that's my only worry because I feel this season is going to be a lot tighter than last season was. Oh no, 100% it'll be a lot tighter. Uh, Cammy, do we have to bring in or do you... In fact, I'll do that thing I do where I ask you one question but I actually ask you five questions. Um, will Rangers bring somebody in who's an out-and-out striker to compete with Alfie? And do you actually think they will? I mean, that's a stupid... That's a hashtag crap question. Will Rangers bring in another striker? I think if we do, it'll be a, lo- a loan signing at this... Uh... At this stage in the day, um, I don't think it'll be somebody to come in and uh, challenge challenge Morelos. I think it would purely be a uh, a cover a cover player. Um, you know, I mean, it's like the way we do our business. Uh, you, you just don't know. I mean, there could be an announcement at nine o'clock, and the first you, that would be the first. We'll be an announcement as soon as we finish this podcast. You know that for that, a fact. That would be the first. Uh, the first we would know about it. Uh, at this stage, I'd, I'll be very surprised if we do any um, any business tonight. Um, really? I don't. Do you, I, do you I, don't think we'll I, do anything? No. No. I think we've. I think that this the squad is. Insert. I think we're top heavy. This the squad. I'm quite surprised. Brandon Barker's still hanging about. You know, I mean, I'm 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 astonished that he's uh, he's he, he's no went on loan. He's no went on loan somewhere. I mean, he's obviously he's picking up a nice wage, but I, I'm surprised that he's not um, went out on loan because it's you're going to have a few people sitting in the stand every week, sort of thing. You know, I 
I understand to a point where, where Kerr's coming from. I would have uh, expected if a top player, a Kamara, had left, I would have expected a like-for-like, like, no, I say a like-for-like like replacement, but somebody that would be going straight into the starting eleven um, sort of situation. Because that's what we have to be looking to do, is um, <laughs> that depressing but Barker is going to see out his contract and he's probably still got another two years left. Testimonial. I it's I, I think we could be short, but I don't think we I don't think it's as pressing as it's a totally different comparison. Manchester City have got Jesus as their only striker. I would be worried going into a season with only Morelos as a striker. Yeah. You know, I mean we we, we do have options, um, but. Uh, I, th- I think ifs and buts and if Morelos does this and if Ruth does that and if Sakala does this and if your auntie had you know it's uh, I, I, th- I, th- I think we'll, we'll have enough to be honest with you but I do respect and understand those that have a, an element of concern um, that we could if certain things happen uh, be, be short you don't know I mean I've seen a couple of comments about the, the boy in the B team I mean, he's obviously started with a couple of goals. You don't know over a couple of months if he if he goes and tears it up. He maybe goes and trains with the first team, and he maybe shows up well. He he could potentially be uh, in an emergency in an emergency situation. You know, so mm. you just don't know. But I don't uh, I don't expect us to do any business. Nine o'clock. Connor Golson signs a three-year contract. Ten o'clock, Glenn Kamara signs a two-year extension. We're going to come on to Glenn Kamara in a minute. You had to mention Glenn Kamara, didn't you? I thought we were going to go through a full podcast without talking about him. But there you go. You open your big mouth and you bring up Glenn Kamara. (laughs) Honestly, God. Um, Kerr, just before we move on to Glenn Kamara, um, (laughs) would, would you be happy if... In fact, in fact, before I come on to that, what I should say is Cammy made a great point about Brandon Barker and stuff like that. It's Ross Wilson's job, is it not, to get rid of these fringe players? Um, is yeah. that not what we are judging him on? The fact that we all had to go at Mark Allen when he couldn't get rid of, I'm not even going to say some of the names, um, but it's up to Ross Wilson now to try and clear this wage bill. It is, but I mean, Barker's on a good way, so... If you're going to put him out on loan, somebody has to play a loan fee, first of all, unless Rangers give him away for free, which they probably will not. And then they're going to have to either pay his wages or pay his wages. So depending on what he's on, because might not be able to afford that, because the quality of clubs coming in from might not be that rich with money. So it's not Brandon Barker's fault he's won that wage, to be fair. It was, he was offered and they signed it, just like players we've had in the past getting offered silly money to play for Rangers. So Bar- Brandon Barker takes no blame of what he's on. It's the club's decision to give him that, and then it's a club decision to say, right, we don't need you, we'll try and punt you. But obviously, if he doesn't get punted, he'll just sit in the stands like a lot of other Rangers players from the past. It's earned a good bit of money and not played. It's not it's not unusual at Rangers. It's what's happened over the years at our club. We've paid a lot of players good money and we can't get them because they end up they're not being good enough for the first team. Can I just say, to be fair, I I forgot what I was going to say, but see, to be honest (laughs) with you, Ross Wilson Wilson has done pretty well this summer, to be honest with you. I'm not saying he hasn't. I think think there has been your Edmondsons and uh, Jordan Jones and uh, guys like that uh, Mm -hmm. have been. uh, So he has 
the, the squad at the start of pre-season was crazy. <laughs> you know, it was like, it was, you're sitting with like 30, 31 uh, professional sort of thing. So he has, I, I do understand, but Kerr makes a, a very valid point. In the days of Mark Allen and potentially before that, we were paying players' contracts up just to get them out the door. We're, we're not going to we're not going to do that now. It's a it's a difficult um, situation. I, I'm not criticising Brandon Barker at all, um, but I think when he ended up at Oxford last season, I don't imagine that Oxford are sitting with a pot of uh, cash given uh, the financial uh, impact that particularly the lower league clubs have had. So I think um, that's that's the, he's probably the one player that I'm surprised uh, hasn't went some, even if it was a case of Rangers paying 75% of his wages, it, it, it potentially tells you that what he's on, but maybe forgo a loan fee or... Or whatever, you know, I just think you don't want these guys hanging about. Um, I'm not saying stinking the place out, but Gerard won't want players that aren't going to be parties, uh, aren't going to be part of his squad. And Brandon Barker isn't going to be part of his squad. Um, so, aye. Scott, Scott Kerr, have, yes. have you been tweeting nonsense? Nope. I don't uh, tweet nonsense. I thought you were until half 11, Martin. That's what Kerr tweeted. No, um, no, we're no, we we are not on half 11 because I'm a smoker and I cannot <laughs> sit here for any length of time and try to make this look professional and not have a smoke. So, and you're in house, you can smoke away. You can even, no, have, a wee no, no. If, you can even have a wee talk if you like. We yeah, are yeah. a professional outfit, you know. <laughs> we, we, we are so professional that I forgot the next point that I was going to make. Okay, Glenn <clears throat> Kamara, um, yeah. another one, obviously, who... Oh, we just really want him to sign a new deal. Um, in fact, no, I'm doing a bit like Connolly. No, before I come to that, um, do you think there's a lot of Rangers supporters, maybe us here as well, who are a wee bit worried about the whole, well, we need to get rid of him, we need to get rid of him. And then on the other side of that, we need to spring this player and we need to do that position. Do you think we're just a little bit, not worried, but... Obviously, we see what Celtic are doing. We see the players that Celtic are bringing in. We see the players that Celtic are selling. I think they've just brought in a young boy, Jota, from Portugal, who, by all accounts, is a cracking player. Um, they've brought in that uh, boy, Kyogo, up front. Who? Let's let's just be real and be honest. He's a good player. All right, he didn't do much against us, but he's a good player. So Celtic are bringing in players, and by all accounts, uh, we've brought in Lundstrom and Sakala on Facebook. We haven't had, and I know Cami hates this term a marquee signing. So I, I think Cammy asked earlier, what is a marquee signing? Somebody you spend a right good few million on, basically. Depends. A marquee signing can be something that just gets the fans excited. You don't have to spend money on something to get the fans. It could be a freebie, do you know what I mean? As long as it's a name. I mean, I mean, a name's basically, basically a marquee signing. But I think Rangers fans are always going to get worried because when you look at Celtic 2, just like they do when they look at us when we're buying players, I think... Celtic were always going to buy players, Martin, because I think last season you see the state they were in and they had to improve that team, so there was always going to be improvement there. It was never going to be the same Celtic side we faced this season. And they brought in a bit of money, so the money they brought in has helped them fund the purchases, but there's none to, see all, these, there's none to see all these purchases are going to be good. Kyogo's done well. I mean, I watched, I watched Japanese football and he always looked good over there. So, and I heard that we were offered him two seasons ago. Don't know if that's true or not, but that's what I heard. Uh, but 
he was he's always going to be he was always going to be the goal scorer and I thought on Sunday done well especially when through the middle I didn't think he was as great as the media making out but I thought he caused a bit of problems for middle just because he's quick but other boys have signed it's like all the players you signed me signed for something for two and a half million three million he even sells saying something for ten million it's how to how will they adapt to Scottish football because a lot of people think it's a walk in the park and as we've seen many players we've bought in the past like Joey Barton the name mm-hmm. it's not a walk in the park so you come up to Scotland and you have to prove yourself because it's not just that. I don't know if that's Lundstrom's problem. I don't know if he's maybe taking it a bit easy. But these guys have come in, they spent a bit of money, yes, but they're going to have to prove themselves and maybe get a settled squad. So they started the season well, but they're still three points behind us. And we've started yeah. the season bad. So you've put it in the perspective that way. We've done okay. I think it's like I said earlier, when you're in a position of strength that like we have been last season, you want to sign a couple of players to improve. They're brought in to... Is it free signing? So it's not made the fans think oh, that he's great, but the two players that brought in could go on to pr- prove to be really good players for his really good signings. You don't always have to spend money, but we know the position we're in, we're not getting the Champions League, what we've mentioned before, let us down a bit with money, and maybe no selling some a player or two to bring other players in, but sometimes that's not the way to go either. The players that Celtic signed wanted to leave, that was a, that was the reason these guys went. Aya wanted to go, Edward wanted to go, well, he's been wanting to go for the last couple of seasons, he's been playing, and Ryan Christie wasn't happy either, so they're selling guys that wanted to leave. Hopefully we don't want, we don't have guys that maybe want to leave. They might be looking at their options, but I'm not coming out and saying, I don't I want to leave, because looking at Golson in the pitch, looking at Kamara in the pitch, they don't look unhappy. But the football players are looking after their interests, so if they can get offered three times the money somewhere else, they're going to look at it, just like we all would if you're working and somebody says, come to work with me and I'll give you three times the wages. You think about it, do you know what I mean? So, And this is a job for them, like Cammy mentioned about Golson, going back to a Premiership or somewhere, that could be his last big contract, so it could set him up for life if he gets 60, 70 grand a week instead of 30 grand a week. So it's a big decision for him. I'm hoping they sign me and I'm hoping they stay for another couple of seasons. But it's all, like I have said, it's all ifs and buts. But listen, if we stick with the team we've got and we're fit and available, I still think it will be close, but I still think we can win the league. I felt like a wee bit of a rallying call and I was getting a bit excited there, Kerr. <laughs> do you know what, Kerr? You just do something to me. I don't know what it is. Um, oh. Cammy, do you want to come in on that? And then I'm going to pretend that my camera's not working for two minutes where we'll have a puff. <laughs> on you go. I I, I, listen, I, I don't like to. I, I don't want to compare with what's going on across the city. You, as you quite rightly say, Scott, they've uh, they're basically spending the money that they have brought in. I think their squad is still pretty, um, is still pretty paper thin. Um, at the start of the the transfer window back end of last season, I must admit, I'm I'm amazed at the thirty first of August that our squad as the squad that won 55 pretty much remains intact and I think I, I just have to say thank you to the investors and the board because clearly uh, there is a, there is still a loss we're still a loss making business mm-hmm. there's still a, a funding gap that has to be that has to be bridged and the club haven't came out and said this but the only people that can can be filling that funding gap as the investors um, because potentially we, we are looking at the fact that we win the league this season 
we are guaranteed Champions League income of 30, 40 million um, next season. So uh, I have to give a huge credit to the to, to those people for continuing to do that because if they didn't do that, I think you would then potentially, Ross Wilson's job would be, I'm not saying it would be a fire sale, but if somebody had came in and offered £10 million for Glenn Kamara, we might have been... We might have been forced to take that if that was the financial situation. But I think the fact that we haven't taken any low offers, although Stephen Gerrard had said um, that there hadn't been offers, I'd be amazed if uh, our players haven't been. Uh, I've had a bit of interest, obviously, Nathan Parson in, in the last week, Everton uh, try, try to steal him, sort of situation, you know. it's uh, But this squad is more than good enough to have a successful season again. Um, I don't think we'll win the league by 25 points. I think we'll win it by 10 to 15 points. I'm not worried about um, Celtic at all. I think they'll look brilliant in home games where they've, uh, they're, they're up against um, they're up against uh, lesser opposition with 70, 75% of the ball. Away from home, you know, I think they'll, they'll struggle. They go to Aberdeen and they go to places like that. So if we continue to do what we did last season and just be... Uh, Focused and relentless on what we do. There's, there's nothing at all. To, there's nothing at all to be concerned about. It's, uh, it's, it, it's all about this season. Is all about what Rangers do. Just focus on Rangers and just ignore what's going on on our side of the city. Apart from obviously when we do our best of the rest show on Patreon, because yeah. we'll have to watch all the games. Um, normally, guys, this is a time when I would say. Um, thank you, everybody, for joining. Um, are you happy to stay on for an extra 10, 15 minutes? Fine. Of course, Sorry. I Yes, no problem. I don't want to feel the wrath of Mrs. Carry. No, I have been told. Uh, my daughter I feel the wrath of my missus. <laughs> my, daughter, my, daughter, my daughter's just getting put down to bed, so I've been told to lower my lower my voice. So if I start talking very, <laughs> very uh, slowly and quietly, that's uh, that's the reason. But I, I'm enjoying this, so keep it going. Right. Well. Okay. Then we shall not be on for much longer. Um, but there is a question um, that I have lost. Um, Darren Robinson, um, what's your thoughts on Ali McCann? Really rate him and he will only get better with age. Now, Kerr, I've seen reports linking McCann to both Rangers and Celtic. Again, listen, I have to, I have to say this. Um, Kerr's message with Barton Martin. Yeah, she probably would, I. Um, we know nothing. I've got, we've got no inside information. Um, this is a podcast. We are not fan media, so we know nothing. Um, but I can't see his um, going care for Ali McCann. Fantastic young player, though he is. I don't see seeing anybody unless it's on loan. Uh, Ali McCann, he looks good with St. Johnson. He looks like he's got a good future ahead of him. He's got a lot of potential. I know when Ross talks about him, Ross gets quite excited because Ross has seen him a few times. Uh, I've only seen him a couple of times live and I've only seen him on the TV and the boy, he looks like he's a football player and he looks like he could will get a bigger move to another club. If it's going to be us, I'm not sure. I don't know because he's a similar player that we've got a lot of, to be fair. So, we bring him in, he's not going to get a game, is he? And he wants to move to Rangers to play football. So, I don't know. I think he's a decent player. I think he will get a move to a bigger team and I think, I mean, he plays, he plays at a national football as well. So, the boy's a good player, obviously, and he's done really well with St. Johnson. So I know, and like I said earlier, I know Ross raves about him quite a lot, but I don't know if Rangers are going to make a move for him. 
Oh, sorry, I'm just letting the dog out. Cami. Listen, good player, no doubt, no doubt about it. He showed up really well against uh, Galatasaray, but it's an area where we are uh, stacked. We've got, uh, we've got young. You don't Stephen think Ke- he would? You don't think he would get a game? No, you look at young Stephen Kelly. Young Stephen Kelly had an excellent pre-season. Stephen Kelly has played 20 minutes against Dunfermline in the League Cup. Hasn't he? Hasn't he been on the bench any of the other games? There's nothing to suggest to me. Ali McCann, Lewis Ferguson, whoever you want to uh, throw at me. Not d- not doubting Ali McCann is a talented player and will probably go down south and get himself a get himself a good club. But as it stands just now. Um, I don't think it's a sign, and we. I think St Johnston are probably wanting a couple of million pound as well. I don't think it's a signing that we need to make. Although I think in the future, uh, ask me in eighteen months' time uh, potentially, but not now. Uh, I think in eighteen months' time he'll have already uh, moved on from St Johnston. Just a wee. Can I just throw one in here? There's an awful lot of talk on uh, Twitter about Kevin Nisbet that Rangers are I trying to get. That. Trying to get a deal done. Um, it's a he's a player that I don't think Hibs would be very uh, keen to sell to the Rangers. I think they'll be looking for um, just as the comment there. I think they'll be looking. They knocked back. I think a couple of million pounds. They won't the find January. Million. Absolutely no chance. Um, They're not paying five million for him. Uh, well, if we give them um, two million. And we'll give them Brandon Barker, <laughs> and we'll call it. We'll call it quits, you know. But aye, it's uh, listen. Eight o'clock. That's no. I don't think that's a deal that's going to happen. Uh, yeah. It's going to happen tonight at all. Although I am hearing from my ever reliable sources that um, apparently he's had conversations with Gerard. Maybe a Liverpool fan may wanted his autograph. Could be, could be. Although I know for a fact that Kevin is, but as a Celtic sport, <laughs> but I don't think that doesn't matter for professional football. But Kev, I, I can, I can't see Rangers paying anywhere near the asking price that Hibs want. And look, fair play to Hibs if they want to hold out for four or five million pound and then lose them for, for nothing. That's up to them. But Rangers aren't paying five million, but especially if Alfie's still here. I know I says look, it's important that we get a backup striker or a striker to challenge. But we're not paying five million pounds for a striker who's going to sit on the bench. No, no, I don't think we'll pay five million for anybody, Martin. I don't think they've got five million pounds spare to be honest with you. And I think that's why if you bring anybody in, it will be a loan. It will be loan players. Mm-hmm. Which to be honest with you, if you bring in the right one, one player, they can make an impact. But it's who you can get. But you don't get one player until after the transfer windows finish to see what clubs have got left. And then obviously. Mm-hmm. Gerard and Ross Walsh and all the players that are available, but £5 million is a lot for this, but is he worth it? In today's market, it probably is, but I don't see us paying that. Well, apparently the, the chat has started on follow, follow, so it might have just been a wee thread that's got out of hand. Uh, Cammy, finally then, um, I'm hearing a lot of chat about a, a, a young man by the name of Mohamed Bayo. Um, I'm not into my European football as much as what I used to be. I've never heard of the guy before. I don't know where that rumour started, um, but that's took legs. Like all rumours on transfer deadline day, it started and it's took legs and, and it's took off. Do you think it will happen? I've, uh, I know nothing about the guy at all. Um, I'm not a, I'm not a, 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 con- a connoisseur of 
uh, European football. I think Kerr, uh, I'll pass this one to him as he said he watched ja- he watched Japanese football. So that that indicates to me that he watches more uh, more continental stuff than I do. Kerr watches every single league in the world. See them as games on Mars. Kerr would go up and watch it. I probably would, Matt, and I. Kerr, Mohammed, Mohammed Bio. Um, I've never heard of the guy. I have not. I've not seen him at all, but I've, I know who he is, and we can do a bit of research on him. He's a midfielder, which again, I actually want. I actually want a midfielder. And to be honest with you, I sit in midfielder, but we've got Stephen Kellyer, who I think could do the job for nothing. But uh, I don't know. I mean, see, you're saying he's a striker, but I, I, I thought he's a midfielder. There you go. Uh, I don't know. I don't think. I think I was just in a, in a rumor. It came on Twitter, or Instagram, or somewhere, and then people started saying it definitely. It was like a trout in the rumor. The other day, he's been he's bypassing. He's bypassing. He's just going to say and saying for bombing, which is a big bombing, bombing on fan by all accounts. I don't know. Like Cammy Stella until Rangers announced it, you don't really know who we're in for, who we're going to sign. But I don't see you signing anybody. So, but, listen, six six foot three, forty two. 42 goals in 88 games. What would we do without Willie Urban? Um, oh, here's a point. Most journals get their rumours from forums and podcasts. You should start one. Cammy, let's start a rumour. <laughs> Give me a rumour, any rumour. In fact, I'll start. Yep. Do you know, did you, see, did you hear, guys, that uh, Arsenal are going to put a £25 million uh, pound bid in for Morelos? Is that it? That's what I'm hearing. Oh, we need more than that. Twenty-five million is not enough. They've got. They had to pay off all them, didn't they? So twenty-five <laughs> million. So they're a bit skin, but they've not got many players left. Arsenal, have they? And they need. They need. They need a few. To be honest with you, I think Morelos would be a good signing for somebody in the English Premiership. Because I think Shut he up, yeah. in that league. I don't think he'll go, yeah. Martin. I don't think every player's got a price. And if somebody offered twenty-five million pound for Morelos, I would take it without even saying "shut up, here. <laughs> uh, rumours, rumours, obviously that I don't believe are true either. Cami, um, we heard about obviously Nathan Patterson. Uh, what was it, eight million or eleven million was rumoured that Everton were, were trying to get him for? Um, I, I'm not sure, by the way, if they upped it to thirteen, fourteen Rangers, maybe would think about it. But for eight, nine, ten million, I mean, you can walk back to Liverpool. You're, you're not getting Patterson for that. I think uh, a lot of transfers. It, it depends on how what the makeup of the the offer was. You know, I mean, it's uh, they could have offered eight million pound, but it it could have been like a million, a, a million pound now, and then he needs to achieve X, Y, and Z. Um, I mean, Nathan Parson is a, is potential, massive potential um, at the moment. There's no guarantees that Nathan Parson is going to be the player that we hope and. Is, that he's going to be, there is no guarantee. So if they were to come with an offer of 10, 12 million pounds, Rangers would p- probably have had to seriously consider it. But it depends on how the how the, how the offer was put to them. You know, I mean, I, f- I think Everton would have obviously went in low ball with, with 5 million, which, uh, you know, I mean, we, we all want Nathan Parson to be the Rangers in, in Scotland right back for the next 10, 12 uh, years. But um, I think Everton were just—they're obviously trying to get um, trying to get players in. They were trying to get Maitland Niles from from Arsenal, so they were obviously just jumping about. They've probably just got a list and they're just working their way down it, and they're just firing offers in and and what have you, you know. So I'm pleased that uh, Nathan Patterson, as it as it stands, with a couple of hours to go, is, is still going to be a Rangers player. 
Borna Barisic, care. Um, yeah. A lot of chat about Borna. Um, obviously, at the end of the Old Firm game, very emotional. Side of the pitch, last player off. Um, listen, you can add two and two together and get 76. Um, a lot of rumours of him going to... What top's that you're wearing? Roma. Roma. There's a lot yeah. of tops uh Borna going to Roma. Then there was then it changed to Inter Milan. Then it changed to Real Madrid and and whatever. Um would you be surprised if Borna left tonight? I'd be surprised now, yeah, especially this late in the day, but you can never say never. But Borna's a player I thought was out of the players we had, I thought he might probably be the player that would, would leave just because He's technically very good. He's plays with, he's been in the Croatia squad, so he's probably well known about Europe. But if he stays, that's another one I'm happy to stay because I think Sunday showed he's coming back to a better forum. And when Bonner's in forum, there's only a better left back in Scottish football, so mm-hmm. it's probably only a better left back. And one of the best left backs in Britain when he's in forum because he can, he's balls into the box and just he's. It's just his general play is really good. So I'm hoping Bournemouth stays, but I'd be surprised if he left it this late in the day. But you can never say never. But if he did leave, you'd be looking for other million. No less than that, because players are going for a lot more than that coming from other countries. And I know you say Scottish football, you're not rated as highly, but that's just a fucking get-out clause, isn't it? You're playing in Scotland, so not worth the money. If you're, off your, if you're not worth the money, why are you in buying me? So it's basically... Just try to save a bit of pennies, but no, if he goes, he goes because he's we get a good offer for him. He just doesn't go for the sake yet. Last word to you, the night in Cami Borna Barisic. You've uh, you've spoke about him before. Um, I'll, I'll let you speak. I won't put words in your mouth. Well, I think Borna, to be honest with you, he's had a difficult period. Picked up the injury at the end of last season. Um, the Euros didn't pan out as he expected. I think he thought he was going to go tear it up at the Euros, and there might have been interest. He's then had a He's came back, not been a hundred percent fit through the first four, five, six weeks of the season, um, and you know I think I think there was a lot of emotion. You know I think it, it was shown a, a lot of relief and a lot of emotion uh, that he's he's had a, a key involvement in the goal. He's had a, a decent seven out of ten performance. Um, he's experienced fifty thousand fans gone mental at an Old Firm game, which I don't think he I don't think he played in any of the the games at Ibrox where we, we won previously under Gerard. So I think it was just a bit of emotion. I think people were putting two and two together and, and coming up with five and just the fact that he was kissing the, the turf and all that sort of stuff. And I mean he wasn't the only one that was emotional at the end of the, the end of the game, you know. I'm you know, so it's uh, I, I, I think he he's got three years left on his contract. So if Borna has another solid season like he has done the last couple of seasons Borna is still a very saleable asset come next summer when the market um, will have returned to hopefully some sense of normality. So potentially next summer, you get another season out of Borna, you're maybe looking at the boy Doig, um, he's maybe had another season at, at Hibs playing games, you maybe try to try to get him or you, you, you bring Maxwell back or Bassey's getting uh, getting better and getting older and, and, and that sort of situation but Borner's one that I thought back and I think we spoke about this before the end of the season uh, Barisic was one that I thought would have left but I'm delighted that he's, he's <laughs> I, I don't want to say that he's definitely no. going to be a Rangers player come but it, it looks at this point in time he's away on international duty I think his brother's been quoted on uh, Twitter as saying that there's uh, 
there's nothing in it. He's just focusing on getting himself fit and getting himself back to his, his best. And that's good enough for me. That's all that Steven Gerrard and uh, the rest of us want is Borna back to, to the player that he can be. 100%. Ali Quinn. <laughs> Patterson, therefore, realised 100% inside info. Ali, see if that's true, and that's 100% inside info. And I will invite you to join the Rangers Rabble. How's that sound? Um, because I will not believe anything anybody says until it happens. Because there's n- this is the thing now, actually. And I know I said we're going to finish, and it's been an hour and 15 minutes, and my missus is staring at me through the window. My dog wants out, dying for a smoke. Kia's missus is going to batter me. Cammy's missus, the, the Wayne's are sleeping. Um, but Kia, you don't get anything out of Rangers now. The only time you get any information is when it comes from either the agent of a player or another club. That's the best way to be, Martin, because that's why rumours start. Uh, until you hear the official source, we don't believe anything. So, I don't think Parsons away unless a silly offer comes in. I don't, mm. think, I don't think Rangers will accept it unless, and like as I've said originally, 12, 15 million. I know that's, folks say, well, he's not put a lot of first team football, but you're paying for, for potential. Right, if, he was, if he was coming through in England with a team, Somebody would probably offer twenty million for him because he's playing mm-hmm. English. Well, he's in English Premiership, so I don't see any different because we all know how good a player he is. He's in the Scotland squad at Euros, so you're paying for potential. But potential is here and anything, and he's only going to get better. So hopefully, he's at Rangers for a long time to come. I've tried to string it out as long as I can to see. Hopefully, if Rangers would do a bit of business, if somebody would leave. Unfortunately, none of that happened. Well, the nope. podcast was live. Um, care, Cami, guys, as ever, thank you very much. For everybody watching, please do like and subscribe if you enjoy the content. We are available on Patreon. Link is in the description. Um, I'm not sure when we'll be back because it's international break. Um, we'll probably be back in a couple of days because the guys will make a podcast. So, if, um, if we sign Kevin Nesbitt tonight at 11 o'clock, I'll come back on at quarter past. Cami, shut up, man. Come on. I'm working tomorrow. That's, that's absolutely plenty. Um, so, listen, everybody. Uh, in fact, Cami, it's good to see you again, mate. It's good to have you back. Thank you. You're absolutely desperate for a smoke, aren't you? I don't smoke. I don't smoke. I'm desperate for a smoke. I get done in here. <laughs> thank, thank you to everybody watching and we shall speak to you again very very sports social podcast network